Hi, I'm Kevin Smith, and Red State comes out this October 19th, 17th anniversary of Clerks. But if you want to see it before then, I'm coming around your town, man. I'm on the road with the Red State USA Tour. Come see me do a Q&A. Come see the movie as well. Actually, see the movie. Have you seen me do the Q&A? But this will be a different Q&A because it's following a screening of Red State movie. We just debuted up at Sundance and whatnot. Had a great time. And we're bringing it to you a little sooner than October rather than waiting till then. If you want to see it ahead of time, come out and see it. Tour kicks off March 5th, Radio City Music Hall. March 6th, Boston. March 8th, Chicago. March 9th, Minneapolis. March 10th, Michigan, Ann Arbor. March 11th, Indianapolis. March 12th, the Midland Theater in Kansas, March 14th, Springfield, March 15th, Washington, March 22nd, Denver, March 24th, Madison, Wisconsin, March 26th, New Orleans, um, March 28th, Austin, Texas, March 29th, Atlanta, Georgia, April 4th, Seattle, April 9th, the tour ends, the Wiltern Theater, Los Angeles, California. So you could see us at any one of those stops along the way. Come see Red State and have fun at the Q&A afterwards. I mean, the one in New York and L.A. will definitely be having cast and whatnot up on stage. The ones cross country probably just be me, but I'll be as funny as I can. You can ask me anything, even about the time they threw me off the plane for being a big fat shit. So come on out. If you want to help us out, see Red State. For all the information, go to coopersdell.com, C-O-O. P-E-R-S-D-E-L-L dot com. You can see all the tour dates. Click on one of those. Buy some tickets. Come out and see us. And if you can't afford to buy tickets right now, I know the global economy is pretty harsh. If uh, if you can't afford it, don't worry, man. We're going to be out in October. You can kind of see us then. And if you don't want to pay to see it then, you know, BitTorrent. It'll be on BitTorrent pretty damn soon. So uh, in any event, come help us out on the road. Red State USA Tour. Come see me and Red State. Um, Coopersdell.com for all information. God doesn't love you. Let's fear him. Hey, DJ D-Rock. Hey. A.K.A. Derek Armijo. What's my name? From Bagged and Boarded. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Hey, we all know you love music because you're the resident DJ at the Smod Castle. I love it. You love it. It's your life, right? Mm-hmm. What else do you love, dude? Tell us more about you. I love comic books. You love comic books? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that about you. Oh, I should look at my attire. Oh, you're wearing Batman shoes. Yep. Those are awesome. You know where I got them? No. Golden Apple. Did you really? I really did. They sell superhero shoes. Do they really? I wore them to my grandmother's funeral, and you think you may think that I'm joking, but that is a true statement. Folks, if you need clothes for your grandmother's funeral, go to Golden Apple. If you need cool comic books, go to Golden Apple. DJ D-Rock, Derek Armijo goes to Golden Apple all the time. What kind of stuff do you get there, sir? Comic books, T-shirts. You get, get statues. Statues, like some cool little mini boss and stuff like that. Some some action figures. Oh, yeah. I've in case any other family that. members die. Mm-hmm. That's well, she, thing. what does she care? She's dead. She, you know, she, she wouldn't be offended. And she was a Batman fan during life, too. She did. She loved Batman. That's what we're saying, folks. You Look, you need a comic book because you're bored. Buy a comic from Golden Apple Comics. You need a comic book because you're getting engaged. Buy a go- comic book from Golden Apple Comics. Your grandma just died. Head over to Golden Apple Comics. I mean, it, it, it's the solution for all of life's little problems. And hey, let's say you're not in the L.A. area, Derek. Oh, let's say you're not fortunate like, like you. Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. Let's think you lived in Illinois. Uh, that would suck. Ugh. Oh, good. Where would you get comic books, man? 
I can go online. Easy solution. You're right. GoldenAppleComics.com. Look how knowledgeable you are. Folks, if you are not in the L.A. area, you can just head to Golden Apple Comics, the web destination for all things Golden Apple, and they'll hook your ass up. They'll send it right to your door with a pretty bow on the package as well. Don't hold me to that. In fact, yes, hold me to that. Golden Apple puts a bow on every package. What FedEx and or UPS or your local mail carrier does with that bow, I don't know, but I'm just saying, when it comes out from L.A., it's all fancy. I got the bow. Because you're a local guy, right? And, yeah. And because you're, you're a good customer. The they know you. They see DJ D-Rock's ordering some stuff. Oh, wait, what's this? DJ D-Rock's ordering the complete authority of Calvin and Hobbes. We got to put a bow on this. They're not going to mess with that package when of they're dealing with not. celebrities. Of course not. When they deal with a celebrity of a DJ D-Rock, Derek Armijo caliber, they, they don't mess around. But you know what's great about Golden Apple comics, folks? Let's say you're not a DJ D-Rock. You're not... You're not a world-class A-list. Sounds like it would suck as well. Celebrity. No, 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 it's not going to suck. You know why? Golden Apple Comics treats everyone as if they were Derek Armijo. Wow. And that's a testament, okay, folks? Sounds like a good life, folks. White Glove Service, goldenapplecomics.com. Check it out. What? And welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Brendan Creasy. Why'd you look at me weird? Because you, you gave me like a confused look, like you, like you were shocked that my name was Matt Cohen or something. No, because you don't usually say "and welcome to Bagged and Boarded," do you? Yeah. All right. I mean, I, maybe not. I don't know. If welcome you, to Bagged and Boarded. There you go. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded, folks. I'm Matt Cohen. He's Brendan. There you go. He's Brendan. No last name. He's like Madonna or Prince yeah. or Hitler. Yeah. Um, we are live at the Smod Castle on an auspicious evening. Again, uh, second week in a row, we have a packed house. What are we at? 82,000 strong. 82,300. We've paid 82,300. I didn't even know the last 300 came in. I, I counted they, them with my clicker. I thought they closed the gates. Is that where you were? Yeah. I thought you were cruising like the oh, parking man, lot I got and my shit. Clicker. You're very, you're, see, you do double duty here. Not only do you perform, but you check people in. You're, you're the coat check gal. Yeah. Put on a wig and you get in the coat check room here at the Smod Castle. Yeah. Uh, what else? You're a hot dog vendor. Like during the show, if you hear hot dogs, it's just Brendo and he throws them out from, from behind the, uh, on stage. Yep. You got any good deals today? Like what, what's your go-to food parcel of the day here? I got red hots. Red hots? What's a red hot? Isn't that a hot dog? Why would a red hot be a hot dog? I don't know. That's what they called them at baseball games in the it's 30s. No, but they also are like at the baseball game in like at the 30s. They'd be like, red hot, get your red hot. They're talking about the candy, I'm sure. Well, the red, like, used to call women witches in the, uh, in the olden days. Oh. What do you mean you used to? You should well, hear my The candy's no, good kidding. too. Well, the candy. All right. Ben, well, there's candy, the candy apparently. Um, well, Brendo does, what we're trying to say is Brendo does a lot here. Brendo, Brendo puts, puts in. I have many hats. An average, an, an honest day's work here at the Smod Castle. Um, we are, uh, we are live. Like yeah. we said, we are uh, brought to you by the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics, right. as always. Golden Apple Comics, get your comic on. GoldenAppleComics.com. That's a website. Yeah. You got a www in front of that? It's optional. Really? Yeah. What's going on with the world? Egypt's crumbling. You don't need the www anymore. Yeah. 
Although it's weird because depending on how you have it set, some of them require it, and it doesn't work if you don't have it. Fucking assholes! It's just anarchy out there. There should on the be internet. a standard. There should be like a metric system for fucking website titles, mm-hmm. right? Because you get pissed, I'm sure. Nah, nah. <laughs> Look at you all mellow and zen now. You're like, nah, man. I've been, I've been reading up on like, uh, did I ever? Okay, I never told this story. About a month ago, I got a uh, package here at the Smod Castle. From someone, and I never followed up on it because there was no letter inside or anything, and it was addressed to me, and inside the package was a three-disc CD compilation, and it was the best of Ram Das. And for those of you who don't know, Ram Das was... Somebody just sent this to Richard you? Alpert, who was like a, a Timothy Leary guy in the 70s, like an acid dude, and he became like this guru spirit guy. Someone sent me like a... a transcendental meditation guy? Yeah, totally. Someone sent me like a meditation CD. Was that them saying, you need to mellow out? Maybe, man. Or maybe they're <laughs> like, I don't know why the fuck someone would send that. Well, I, they I, sent us... I don't know, that's weird. Like somebody sent us booberry cereal because we asked for it. I don't think I ever asked for a fucking transcendental meditation CD. Maybe when you were high. Maybe my wording was maybe maybe I was subtle about it or something. I didn't catch it at the time. You know you what I mean? You need to ask for more shit. Really? What do you want? Go for it. Uh, I want three XL zip up hoodies. <laughs> really? Just in general? Yeah. You want there to be a a, cha- a change in the trend of clothiers? Well, I just it's hard to find. I wrote it on my Make Twitter. Make your own. Okay. It's pr- you could be productive. Yeah. Like go on Etsy. I got too much on my go plate. on Etsy. What's on your fucking plate? I got a lot. Of Tell shit us about your loaded plate. Tell us, man. Describe it. Well, um, it's boring. What's yeah, on I'm, your plate? I'm taking a Microsoft cert- certified professional. It's the most exam. boring plate of all time. It's boring as shit, but it takes up a lot of time, man. Right on. And you know, got the comic and the other podcast and my actual day job and. Um, we're going to Miami. We got a lot of shit going on. We're going to, like, we're, we're, yeah, you make that sound like we're going on a fucking honeymoon or some shit. Well, it's going to be exciting. Does that, that's a just, so it'll be like a honeymoon is what you're saying? I'm already trolling. What does that mean? I'm seeing, like, seeing, like, the prospects in my Oh, dreams. you're getting a separate hotel room. <laughs> I'm glad you can laugh at that, man. You're getting a separate hotel room in a separate fucking hotel if it comes down to that. What? And that's I'm not, gonna, yeah, cause you think I'm gonna bring a dude back to Even if it was a chick, I don't want to. I wouldn't bring that. anybody back and do it. It's disrespectful. Like, why would I do that? Groupies. What? Podcast. All our bagged and boarded groupies are gonna come out of the woodwork? Yeah, totally. We'll get Brenda a separate room for that. You could have like a fuck room, like in it, somewhere far away in Fort just, Lauderdale. I love that you assume that I would be like so discourteous to like bring him. Like I totally want to have sex in front of, in front of you. That's totally what I wouldn't, I, do. I, just no offense, I would probably leave. I am aware. You know what? There, there's a good so chance why would I wouldn't I do that. There's a good, good chance I wouldn't stay in the room if that happened. I, I'm, I wouldn't either if you, if it was on the other, the shoe. Whatever. If it was the other shoe. Yeah. Derek, we're recording all this fun, right? Good shit. I just want to make sure because this is. I want to play this back when I'm like 80 years old and look at my life and be like, oh, it was really worth something. Yeah. If anything, if anything, this conversation I'm having with Brando right now, but it's potential internet random gay hookups in Miami. Like, that's why I was put on this earth. I'm not really doing that. I was just trying to sound cool. All right. You sounded cool. It worked. You quit smoking, so you got to compensate somehow. Yeah, you know, that's kind of made me a little neurotic, I think. I mean, your square value just jumped up, you know what I mean? Because now <laughs> you're like, hi, I'm Brendo. I don't smoke, and I play D&D. And everyone was like, oh, at least before he smoked, he was dangerous. Well, I'm still awesome. I know that, but the world don't, man. Sure they do. How are they going to know if you don't have a cigarette in your mouth at all times? Not, not everybody thinks that's awesome. Everyone I know. I mean, 
Okay. We could do a we could do a poll. Uh, look, hands. That's seventy seventy nine thousand people just agreed with me, Brenda. Silent consent. Well, fuck you guys. Whoa, whoa. and thirty two thousand people just left. You're right. a fucking dick. Fuck them. Fuck. Anyway, you're not allowed. They can all leave. You're not allowed to do that. Okay. You're not allowed to alienate the audience. Whatever. What do you mean, whatever? You can't yell at the audience like that. Like, if I were you guys, if I were all 40,000 people left, I would storm the stage and punch them in the head like they did Anderson Cooper, and I wouldn't please stop you. Please don't do that. Anderson Cooper got a hit in the head 10 times. These people would hit you 67,000 something. He's a trooper. He got right back up. Anderson Cooper's a trooper? Yeah. Do you think they saw that Pee Wee video and then just wanted to do it themselves? <laughs> Oh, do you think like the like this entire Egyptian uh revolt is all caused by a digital fucking I've got a headline for you. A digital short by the Lonely Island boys? Like what's going on? See someone agrees. Oh um, forty thousand people are coming to get me. That's what I'm saying. I told you, dude, watch your fucking watch your shit. Uh yeah, man, fucking what's his name? Jewy McJew. I'm allowed to say that because I'm Jewish. What's <laughs> Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg, that guy. Uh, yeah, man. At what point? He causes, he's a, he's a, he's a nation changer. Look what he did with one fucking parody video with him and Jorma Tacconi or whatever. They changed the world. At what, at one point in the show last week, Mark Zuckerberg, Andy Samberg, and Jesse Eisenberg were all on the same screen. It's a lot of bergs. And together they had $8 million in their pocket. No, I'm kidding. The Superberg. <laughs> what? The Superberg. Somewhere in the world. There was some. With our bergs combined. There was some hillbilly somewhere in the <laughs> south who literally shot his television when that happened. You know what I mean? But it was like, why are we watching SNL anyway, asshole? He's like, cause I like. Sudeikis, he's a good, he's a good. They <laughs> have like Abby Elliott. Exactly. There's a new movie coming out called The uh, Hall Pass. By the Farley Brothers and it's starring Owen Wilson and Jason Sudeikis. And they've got billboards all over town that just have Jason Sudeikis' face on them. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Well, because Owen Wilson was in three box office bombs. You last mean year. Marmaduke made money, didn't it? No. Anyone? Derek? It was on the it list of box office really bombs. Good. It didn't? It was good. Though. You enjoyed it? Yeah. It was oh, like the, the OC, but with dogs. What? It sounds like something. Did they shoot it like really slowly? You remember that? Tell me what you're gonna say. That OC thing when the fucking chick shoots it. I saw the SNL parody. You gotta stay up on shit, Brendo. Speaking of up on shit, let's get into yes, a little... I stay up on my OC SNL parodies from five years ago. Hey, that's the thing. It wasn't from five years ago. That's what makes it even more random. Um, speaking of geek news, man, let's get, let's get to something we haven't discussed before. Or maybe oh. we've discussed, uh, in passing, but it seems to be getting forward, closer and closer to happening. The Dark Tower, uh, ad app. Don't, don't telegraph, man. Come on. Maybe people think you're really excited that about it. That was my it. frowny face. I understand that because you just fucking sunk your head and was silent. Um, Ron Howard and Akiva Goldsmith have announced they're adapting Stephen King's Dark Tower to uh, like two movies and a fucking TV show and a and a radio show and a fucking they're gonna do a puppet show and shit. You know whatever they can do, um, a serial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it looks like the contender for a while was Viggo Mortensen. I don't know if anyone has uh, read the Dark Tower. If you haven't, it's like this epic about this character named Roland who's like a kind of cowboy figure and it's whatever. Um it was gonna be Vigo Mortensen and now it looks like it might be fucking Javier Bardem. What do you think about that, Brenda? I'm I don't that's the least of my concerns with this whole thing. What do you Because really. I think just the whole premise of doing movies and T V shows and that Akiva Goldsman, like the worst screenwriter in the world. Really? Where's the guy who wrote Wild Hogs? Akiva Goldsman wrote Batman and Robin. Well, what else did he? He also wrote fucking good movies too, though. Like what? 
I don't know. Didn't you write A Beautiful Mind? I hate that movie. All right. People like it? I know people like it. People also like lots of other shit. Like what? Name what you don't like. Let's hear Brendo's peeves. Because I enjoy it when you get upset about stuff. You've got all the other Ron Howard movies that suck. You don't like Apollo 13 or Splash? I like Splash and I like Parenthood. I don't even know what the fuck Parenthood is. You just proved your point. You're a bigger Ron Howard fan. You are the world's biggest Ron Howard fan. You just proved your point. But anyway, Javier Bardem might be playing Roland, which is, which is weird to me. I think it'll work. Because Javier Bardem, while, while a great actor, I've never heard him attempt an American accent in a film before. I might be wrong on that. If anyone knows one, correct me. But like, I've never even heard him try. I've just never met He's an actor. He could probably do it. At a, at a certain point, man, there's there's fucking like physical limitations. But you don't know his. Why has he never done an American accent to date? Then because maybe no one's ever given him the chance. He's been in like fifty fucking movies where he played like with all other American people. You don't, you, you know what I mean? He's got a pretty gruff voice in No Country for Yeah, but men. it's gonna be like, hello, yeah, Jess, I am Roland. I sling the guns. Like who the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, Thank you, friendo. I sling all. Jess, I sling all the guns in the. Uh, yes, I love. I sling it. I am the last of the slinging of the guns, man. Yes, it is beautiful. Look like, into the face of your father. Where is like? I feel like Pedro Almodovar should be directing it now or some shit. Like that's just that really, would be really awesome. Really? Oh, sure. You're gay, dude. You're saying that. That's why. Also <laughs> racist. What? This is also racist. Why is this so racist? Like, why won't this Latin man attempt an American accent? That's what I'm saying. Well, he hasn't, but the character is, is definitively not Latin. He's like a Western cowboy but maybe stereotype. Maybe he can play that. I feel like when people say things like this, they don't understand what acting is. Because I, he can, like, act. It's like all the okay, people... Okay, could Tashiro Mifune have pulled off a convincing American accent, You don't Brando? know that. I do know that Tashiro because... Tashiro Mifune couldn't be even speak English. Okay, but it, it's not about that. It's about fucking, literally, vocal fucking limitations. But you don't know his limitations. British people can do American accents, right? It's not like so Australian can people can do American accents. You rarely see someone from a country that speaks an entirely different language doing a convincing American he accent. He might be able to. He's going to be the first actor in the fucking world to do that? Maybe. You don't know. All right, I'm just saying, like, that was that was my initial... Very, what? Getting very passionate about this. Yeah, like, oh, like, I'm not allowed to get passionate about it. You cry about Angus every fucking week, which you won, too, which you should stop. You should start celebrating. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but, dude, How I just... How does this get into Angus? Because I'm not allowed to defend my I, geek shit passionately. No, I just, I don't think you're completely correct. Derek, you want to join in on the conversation for a minute? How do we know what Roland sounds like? That's also true. He, uh, they've never described him as sounding like a man from fucking Barcelona. Like every other character in that book is an American. Is American? Aren't, isn't we don't know they're American. World, they're uh, from uh, Outworld. Is what? Like another dimension. Talking, I'm talking about Eddie and Susanna, like the entire other okay, main they're characters. American, but we don't know what the rest of Outworld sounds like. Okay, uh, removing that. Like this is the fucking dumbest conversation of all time. It's gonna suck. I apologize no to what. everyone listening. Um, That's the thing. It's gonna suck no matter what. That's even a weird... Okay, so you get mad at me for saying Javier Bardem might not be able to play an American accent, but you doom an entire film project before it's yes. even conceived? And why not? I can do that. You can say that. If you can say that, then I can say... You just fucking almost hit me in the face for saying this. I didn't do anything. Oh, man. What's gonna? What's the sunshine topic to bring this all back? I don't know. You're, you're just quitting? It's over? What? What do you mean? I, I'm saying, how can I? How can we can diffuse this fight live right now? People can see the inner There's workings no of this show. Things just got a little weird in here, Brendo. I'm not gonna lie. Like You're twenty, the one that was twenty thousand of the seventy thousand people here. 
are, are giving me a little awkward eye. Like, You're the one that was that yelling guy. about X. I know. So I how can we get? How can we move on? What's the subject you'd like to move on to? I don't know. The other Stephen King things going on is the Stand is going to be a movie, and and you have no. What, what do you think about that? I don't think it's going to work. Is there anything that's going to work that we could talk about? Nah. The London Bridge. What you think it's going to let? You think it's going to stand the test of time? Sure. All right. Well, there's one positive. Then we turned it back around already. Brendo's a fan of architecture. Mm-hmm. You've got no. Is there? Are there any buildings you think are doomed? No, I don't know. A whole as long lot as Akiva Goldsmith building. doesn't fucking design a building, we're That's okay. True. <laughs> what did he do that really pissed you off so much? Everything he does is Batman, sh- and, Batman Robin. and Robin alone is like. That was the shittiest script ever. But were you really and excited pl- for it? I mean, yes, yes, I was. I was very excited for that. Right on. All right, Bat- I'm saying Batman. Okay, it's not like fucking Batman Forever was awesome. I, Batman Forever was way better than Batman and Robin. Totally, but why were your expectations set to like? Because it's a Batman movie. It's a law of diminishing returns, though. With I, those guys, I was 17. I was just excited for a Batman movie, and it was so shitty that I no longer wanted to watch any Batman movies. And that's horrible thing to do to a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> I think there might be worse things. I don't know, maybe. May I don't know. Inappropriate touching. Uh, well, why do we have to take it there? Jeez. Disfiguration. I'm just being a realist, man. Like there are people like Egypt is in turmoil right now, and and like Akiva Goldsmith ruined your life. I didn't say with that. Ice skates. I'm just saying he wrote a really shitty movie. And they I was did have ice skates. What other movies has he written? Um. Pretty beautiful much mind. Beautiful Mind, the Da Vinci Code shit movies. He won an Oscar for a Beautiful Mind. He did. I'm aware of that. And that means he's good, Brenda. No. No? No. Now you're going against the Oscars? Yeah. I feel like if Muhammad Ali was in here right now, you'd pick a fight with him. Like, it's you against the world well, right well, now. Muhammad Ali can punch me in the face and knock me out. Oh, at least you know that. Yeah, probably. Well, but Brendo could take him at this point at, at both of their really. In their I don't think I'd. I don't think I'd want to. Still think he could probably knock me out. I don't think I'd want to see that. I think that'd be kind of sad on both parts. That be because he could knock you and out. I'm pretty sure he could. And watching him knock you out, both of those really sad. things would be uber sad. It would sad. be horrible. Yeah, it would I be. wouldn't want a part of that. No, but you'll fight a Giva Goldsmith. I wouldn't fight anybody. I just don't like him. Okay. I you think he's a shitty writer. What if he came up to you and was like, I'm the biggest bagged and boarded fan in the world? I'd like, be like, that's nice, thank you. Oh, that wouldn't even warm your heart a little bit? I would, but I would still be like, why was Batman and Robin so shitty? He didn't mean it to be shitty, I'm sure. <laughs> Have you ever written a screenplay? I've, I'm not, I'm, why is that, just because I haven't written a screenplay means that it's okay that he writes shitty screenplays? I don't think he intends to, to write them shitty, though. Well, then he needs to get better. <laughs> So Akiva, if you're listening, call Brendo up. Check out BraxComics.com. Any I'm not of his saying I'm an expert on screenplays, but I'm just saying he, his writing is terrible. It's boring. He he turned one of a very exciting, pulpy like book, like you know, like the Da Vinci Code. The book is like very fast paced. But that's it's, to me that shitty writing to it's begin. It's shitty with. to begin with, but he turned this fast-paced book that's a quick read into the most boring movie of all time. Quick read is relative. You still it takes you more than two hours to read the book, and the movie's still shorter. So technically, yeah, he still, beat he made the it fucking author. Really fucking boring. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of the men's work. No, but I'm not. Do I? I have no idea what he's gonna fucking do with Dark Tower, dude. Like there have been people. Who's, gonna, I, there have been people who've surprised me in the past. People I haven't been a fan of, and they've done something I've really loved. Like why? I don't. I know. just think the format's fucked up. Like the whole TV movies and know. movies, and it's gonna be on network TV, no less. Which. That's what they've said. I mean, I would be in a totally different place right now if they said, we are doing an HBO series. That would be totally on board for that. 
But, uh, but you're going to get a much better, you're going to get a much bigger budget series on network television. HBO has no fucking be money. A big budget piece of shit. They don't have any money, but the, what they do with their money is amazing. That's like a giant fantasy epic. You need like fucking $10 They're million. They're doing dollars a giant episode. fantasy epic on HBO right now that looks awesome. What's it called? Game of Thrones. The it fuck is great. that? It's George R.R. R. Martin book. It's like five books. His name is George R.R. R. Martin? Yes. What the fuck are the two R's? I don't know. R J R R Tolkien. <gasps> You're right. Oh, what is the R R? That's so fucking weird. Maybe it's a British thing. Maybe it is. Maybe it's George Richard Round. I only have one fucking. Imagine my name is <laughs> Matt A A Cohen. Who the fuck? Well, j- who even announces your middle name? Like, why can't he just be George Martin? I don't know another George Martin. It's I'm not sure like a his sad thing. Don't say, hey, George R R. Maybe he makes them like he's a real weirdo. He's like, excuse me, I wrote the Game of Thrones, which is now being adapted on HBO in America. You will address me as George R. R. Martin. His blog title. You're better. His blog title's awesome. It's Germ. So it's like Grr. That's his initials. Grr. That's awesome. Yeah. And he's like this big. Did you just figure out why his blog title was G R R M? No, I was just saying that's why it's awesome. Germ. You think he picked it because of that? That's cool. So when people are like, what does the RR stand for? He's just like, let me creep him out. And they run, they run away and they're like, I like his books, but he's a weird fucking guy. Um, so you're no. a fan of art. It's just selective art. You're, you're like, a, you're a, you're a, you're a critic. Brando is what you are. I don't are. think so. I just yeah, like what man. I like. That, but see, but you're, see, it's, but, but you're, you're a connoisseur of art yeah, is what you would I say. Guess. Is that how you would define yourself? Just not a fucking Akiva Goldsmith's attached. What if, like, you just found out Variety, front page tomorrow, Akiva Goldsmith is writing the Brendo Creasy story? Well, what would you do? First off, I'd be like, where's my fucking movie check? And then I would... You're going uh, right to there? You're not even honored in the little bit that someone decided to tell your story? Akiva Goldsmith? You changed, man. You used to be, like, this nice, open, wide-eyed... Like, I feel like <laughs> you're getting all Hollywood and shit. You yeah, know? totally. It's all my <laughs> Hollywood... What? Speaking of Hollywood, are we here at the Smod Castle? I'm just curious why they would be making the Brendo story tomorrow. Dude, because you're, you're fucking compelling. That'd be cool. Have you ever heard you talk before? <laughs> Listen to what's going on right here. Like, like this is, like, people, there's 40,000, there's thousands, tens of thousands of people getting to experience this firsthand. Like, people are going to tell their children about this night, dude. I'm sure they are. You're an exciting motherfucker. That's why they'd be making your life story. Yeah. You lived in China. That's true. You officiated at a funeral. You went to a Spice Girls concert. That's a movie right there. Like, that's a biopic. Those are the three <laughs> things you need. Those are the three <laughs> acts right there. Spice, the first you're at the concert, then you go to China, and then you're at the funeral. And it's like a really sad ending. But then you bring it back because you danced over the credits. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a really cool dance. Um, you know what? You know, you know what? It's good we spat it because it, it's a good segue to the topic we're about to discuss. Art. Art. It's art. This is, dude, literally, you know what we were just fighting over? Uh-huh. Like, you, one person's opinion about a movie yeah, and look how passionate and fucking enraged we got you know what i mean I, I, and it might seem pathetic to most people yes but like i think it, i think it's valid dude like that's what makes the world go around kind of you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm sure there are people who love the fucking da vinci code but that's but that's art you know what i'm saying yes and we've got someone here with us tonight who might be able to help us Discuss art a little more in depth, and hopefully he doesn't bring up a fucking. Div- I'll warn him right now. Don't bring well, he's, up. Don't he's bring an up Ron Howard. Artist. Well, that's I, that's what I'm that. saying. But oh, let's, you know what? We'll we'll save it. Okay, Akiva Goldsman's also an artist, and I respect him for being an artist. I just don't like his art. Well, there we go. 
And now to discuss art with us further. Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, very privileged to have with us here tonight an artist. You've seen his work before uh, uh, as such, in such pieces as No One Wants to Play Sega with Nicolas Cage. He's put out some awesome Law & Order coloring books. I mean, you've seen his stuff. We'll get into it. Uh, in one of the most amazing fucking pieces of art I've ever seen all time is a w- giant whale fighting a kraken, fighting a... What is Fighting a dinosaur. And the genius behind that is with us here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Brandon Bird. Yeah. All right. Thank you. What's up, dude? Sorry to fucking bring you in. It's like mommy and daddy were fighting and shit. Is this on? Yeah. Sorry about that. We were not... What? You're on, man. It's weird to hear it sometimes. Yeah. We're good to go. Thank you for coming, man. Well, thanks for having me. Sorry about exposing you to that. It's all, it's all, (laughs) it's all pretty now. We're going to make up and kiss after and stuff. Yeah, you know, weirdly somebody... One of my friends told me that they have been to Akiva Goldsman's house. <laughs> Don't let him I near him. Who it was? It's just well, dude. I mean, we'll we'll get into it in a minute. But it is funny because it is this. It is kind. Of, we were kind of fighting what the average geek does fight about. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, not yeah, real yeah, world yeah. shit, but but art, subjective stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, being an artist, do you kind of have an opinion on that subject? Isn't that kind of what makes the world go around? In the sense, we should do it more constructively. Yeah, yeah, but maybe it's just because I'm getting. You know, kind of old, thirty. But uh, oh yeah, dude, you're fucking ancient. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like this year, I feel like a switch was like flicked, and now like, like uh, when Iron Man two came out, and I heard just some dudes at a party like discussing about like what they got right and what they got wrong, and I was just like, I do not care. It's kind of boring, right? I was just like. It doesn't matter because at some point there'll be another Iron Man movie and maybe it will be better or maybe it'll be worse. And Plus, we're all going to die one day. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. No, no, but no, I hear you mean, though. But, but, but like, at a certain point, because, but when everyone's young and full of fucking fire, it seems like that's the one, you know, that's the internet, literally. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. just, we just, guys, and now me and Brendan want to reveal that was a fully written piece. Uh, that was our interpretation of the internet live on stage. <laughs> yeah, totally. There you go. That's exactly what that That's was. That's exactly what that was. Uh, <laughs> no, but you, you, sir, are an artist, uh, without a yeah. doubt. Um, how did you, uh, you grew up, you grew up in California, right? Yeah, yeah I'm from Sacramento. Did, did you grow up, uh, did you grow up a fairly kind of typical playing sports outside, stuff like that, or were you, <laughs> were you more of the, the geeky spectrum, like, like, uh, like I us? wouldn't say, like, well, yeah, okay, geeky, whatever. I mean, Embrace it, dude. <laughs> uh, I would say more like, what, shut in, like, not like a, I didn't a have bookworm friends. Bookworm or whatever. Yeah, yeah just yeah. sort of like when I was really little, like I was totally fine to just, you know, draw pictures all day and like so watch from, TV. From a young and, like, age, you were drawing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Was that I was always like the kid in school in your class who's like the guy who draws stuff. The doodling, like you were the guy who always had like the cool picture of like the whatever, and everyone, everyone yeah, looked yeah, at it and yeah. see it and stuff. Were your were your parents embracing of that from an early age, or was it just kind of something you did to k- kill time to keep busy? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it, I didn't have parents who were like, you have to, uh, you know, get a real job and study hard and go to college and. Be a doctor, blah, 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 blah. Um, which is kind of freeing because it's like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> lowered expectations. I don't know. Totally. Um, if you're alive, they're happy. Like, yeah. I got I, parents like that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just perfectly fine to like, you know, read books and draw stuff. And I would get really weirdly fascinated by things. Like, I remember being six and like getting super into transformers like 
nothing I've ever been into. No, yeah, I had, like, same, like, I had a similar experience with Ninja Turtles around the same age. Uh, yeah, like yeah. it was the first time I had ever been into something like that, where other than my, kind of my own life, you know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah, like and it was weird. Something. It was this like weird experience where like I mean, Transformers had been out for a little while, and then I went and saw the movie, which apparently when I grew up and started talking to people about this or reading the internet, like everyone hated the movie, but I was like, how could oh you my hate God. the movie? The cartoon movie was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like, because from a storytelling point of view, like, I'm going off on a tangent Like Orson Welles is in it shit. No, it's cool. (laughs) You know, the cartoon up till that point, it was like the Transformers are on Earth, and it's present day, and they all turn into, like, real stuff. And then the movie was just like, here's that story, and yeah, we're just going to kill off most of those characters... And we're yeah, like the human it. humans aren't in the movie really, right? Or there's like a token, the kid and his dad, or whatever. Yeah, maybe, yeah, or yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, now we're gonna go out into outer space, and it's the future, and we're traveling to other planets. And like watching that movie as a six year old, it was like every few minutes there was like a new thing. Like, oh, now this guy died, and now this guy's turning into this other no, no, character. No, no, totally. It was, it and was now they've crashed, and there's like a robot squid. The scope from the TV show to the movie went huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was sort of like just this. Like it, I don't know. Like the the world of it got bigger, and like I just became fascinated. And I would go home, like I'd wake up in the morning right before school, and the show, you know, they still like have cartoons at like seven a.m. Like I'd watch Transformers. I'd go to school. I'd think <laughs> about it all day and draw Transformers. And then I'd come and home shit. and like draw Transformers until I had to do homework or whatever. At one point, you're like, Mom, sure. the teacher's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, a man who can transform into a car. <laughs> They're like, put him in a special class. You yeah, mean the kid who yeah. draws and wants to be a part robot, man? <laughs> um, but so, so that was kind of your introduction into... Into... into I, I, I the geek like world, I, as it were, kind of a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I guess. I, I think that, I feel like for me, that was the first time I used my imagination in any way, or like got just really excited about something, which like doesn't happen that often where you just get that excited. About no, something. totally. That like, it's, so it, so Transformers in a way sparked all the creativity and imagination that came after. Would you say, or um, <laughs> or it definitely it, it definitely it just, turned on like a trigger. Yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then but, like you know, I moved on from like other things and interests. But like that, that was the first like huge like switch. Like this is the coolest thing you will ever see. <laughs> like trying to like was it that. like did anything ever top that? Um, the Transformers movie. You know what? I'm gonna say no. All right, stick with okay. that, man. Fuck no. Like, unless you guys, unless you guys have another candidate for best thing ever. Um, there was an episode of Who's the Boss that I kind of fancy, but no, no, no. I think I think we'll go with Transformers movie. Yeah. Uh, so at, at the time you were a Transformers fan, um, are you are you still drawing now? Are you are you? Do you know that you're you're? Is there an artistic side of you? Or are you just drawing cool shit that you want to draw? Like, oh, there's definitely like that's. Is there purpose to your art at a young age, kind of? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. when most kids are just doodling in the margins when and When I was shit. a kid, no. So when did that... Like, co- when, when, I, did- when, I was, like, when I was a kid, like, I just wanted to draw the characters. Like, because, like, after Transformers, I go into a Ninja Turtle phase, and I'd be drawing the Ninja Turtles, but I like to just draw, like, the character, like, no background, like... Cause like at the, at the time, like that stuff wasn't, no, totally. yeah, I wasn't yeah. like, and I, and like when we'd have, you know, like an art dose that come in and show you like your f- famous old paintings, I'd be like, eh. like, why would somebody paint flowers? That's boring. 
When you could paint Ninja yeah, fucking yeah, turtles. Exactly. Like, totally, as a kid, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I you thought. You paint a turtle holding a flower if you want, but yeah, yeah, no, I see what you mean. Like, you know, it was just like, I want to paint this particular, or draw, like, this particular thing. But as I got older, like, like I don't know when the exact switch kind of got flipped there. When the moment went and went when, from... When you're like, oh, there's actually, like, you know what's also fun to draw? Like, the way a light... Like light, like interacts with objects. Yeah, like I've like, never had that moment. I'll, I'll still draw a fucking Ninja Turtle, like the best <laughs> of them, or a Snoopy. He's a straight line and then like a loop <laughs> for the head. But I've never been like, I want to play with the way the light bounces off of Snoopy's head. Like yeah. I think when you have that moment, you're a fucking artist, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's sort of like in kind of the transition between like college and high school, and like it was sort of trying to figure it out. Like, well, clearly I want to draw stuff forever, but you can't, professionally, you can't, like so, yeah, you, yeah, by, yeah. High, by the time high school rolled around, you already knew that this was this was your your thing in life. Yes, yeah, you yeah, wanted to yeah, draw for a living. Yeah. Was and, there anything else that that helped kind of? Uh, I don't want to say embrace that, other than just the the fact that you were it was something you were instinctively passionate about. Like, was it were you taking classes mm-hmm. in high school? Were there any other artists that inspired you in particular? Not, I mean. Besides just wanting to do it, it was probably like it was the thing I got, you know, like good feedback. No, totally. For, you you know? were good, like, you oh, were the this good is art the thing. Kid. I can like actually be somebody or like you know. Like, no, was it ever honed? Like I want to be a comic book artist. I want to. Uh, no, no. Do- that that was sort of the question. I was sort of like, well, you know, what I can draw stuff, but like, what <laughs> do I want to do? Because if you, I knew that if you became a comic book artist, like, you know, there's there's like a weirdly skewed uh, work to reward ratio uh, totally. like you, you have to be able to draw fucking everything you can't draw your own stuff like, but you're like, being told what to yeah, draw yeah yeah and you have to work on like deadlines and all this stuff that's like well that doesn't sound that fun to me personally totally. um but at the same time I was like well you know an artist who makes a painting and then sells the painting like i don't know what possesses people to like make you know like i said like to how do they make their like subject matter choices? Like how do they choose what to paint and how to make? Where that... does that come from for you, or where did that come from to start? Do you remember that? Um, like, I mean, I, I feel like I didn't have that that for, inspiration. Like, the longest source, time. I was, like, kind the of the guy who could like draw stuff, but I was like, I don't really I like drawing these characters. I like TV shows and all that stuff, but I don't really know how to like make that into something. And in college, because up until then I knew how to draw, I didn't really know how to paint very well like in high school i would do kind of these like very flat kind of lichtenstein like pop art stuff like color black line kind of and one of the art teachers i had like usually in when i had teachers they would either hated me or loved me and like one of the ones who hated me was just like this is not art you call this art and i was like (laughs) no but i don't know any other way like i'm doing it this way because you have not taught me like another way to like you're like plus I'm fucking fourteen yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but in college like I took an intro to painting class like intro to oil specifically because I've been using like acrylic canvas and brush and had you yeah. been working with that medium I, before? I've been using acrylic paint so you had, you of, were a painter always it wasn't no 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 what I'm trying to say is like it's a it's a weird difference like acrylic um it's very limited like it dries really fast yeah yeah, yeah. and like you can't really blend the colors unless you add stuff to it. And that's why I was painting like pop art stuff because like, oh, I understand how 
I can do a color and then put a black line and you around. You bust it out it. really quick because it would dry quick, and you know how to. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But like, how to make a face like look like a face with like all like the actual color detail and lighting and shit. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took intro to painting with the attitude that like, because a lot of people, even people who are good at art, have trouble with it because they're just like I. You don't tell me what to do. I've been drawing my whole life. Like, in far as taking, taking, cla- taking lessons, classes and taking, trying to like absolutely. kind of break out of what they've been doing and their patterns and whatever. And I went into it with the attitude of like, I really want to know how this works. I don't want to be limited by like how I can do something. And I sort of lucked out into getting like a really good teacher and a really good TA. Where were you going to school? Uh, UC Santa Cruz. Right on. Which was like a totally. Banana slugs. Yes, go slugs. The yeah. slugs? Yeah, the banana slugs. slugs. Banana slugs. That's our mascot. The banana slugs? Yeah. Yeah. Is there like a fuck actual fucking like guy in a costume? Yeah. That's a slug? It's like it's like a cutesy slug. Are there a lot of slugs around there? Uh there are the the banana slugs in the woods, yeah. Are there bananas too? Like in California? No, 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 but it's it's a slug that's Oh, they look yellow. like bananas. I yeah, thought they yeah. ate bananas. I no, was expecting no, no. like, like, a, like a banana worm. trees and fucking Santa Cruz and shit. And no, like I was no. Yeah, okay, so they're just yellow. They're the slugs, right? Yeah, on we were the yeah. Braves. same difference, I guess. <laughs> but I've never heard of the slugs, but that's that's a new one to me. Yeah. I I could not tell you though if we had any sports teams. Brando, do they have sports teams? They don't have a football team. How did you know they were the slugs? Cuz I have friends that go there. Right I was on. thinking about going there. It's a pretty cool chill yeah. Place to go to school. Yeah. They have t-shirts with slugs on them. That's yep. what you should have done, dude. You should have designed the slug for the school. That's your in right there. Oh. I should have, yes. Plus Santa Cruz. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. So Santa you're going Cruz to... is where they film the Lost Boys. So you're like going yeah. to school in Lost Boys territory. Nice. So it's, it's doubly fun. <laughs> so you're getting an art education and an education in vampires. That's yeah. correct. Um, so you're going to Santa Cruz. You're a proud slug and you're taking a painting class. And that's... Um, yeah, and it was basically like... The, the intro painting class was like, here's how oil paint works. Like, do these exercises. And sort of the thing I got out of that was that um, just like a few crucial, like little, like, oh, value and tone are different. Like, and like how Stuff to Stuff I have how no to, idea about. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sort totally. of how to separate, like, if you look at somebody's face and you don't have like a trained eye or something, you're like, oh my God, there's so many colors. How do you fit that all together? Totally. I have no but, idea how real artists do that. Not a clue, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, I, don't know, I don't think most people do. I think it's just kind of something they take for granted. You know what I mean? Like I don't – how do you, how you achieve actual realistic looking skin tone and shit like that? It's, it's weird because like it's, it's – when you don't know how to do it, it's magic. When you learn how to do it, it's still magic. Really? That's funny, man. No, like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. great because like – you, I mean, there are lots of ways you can make a painting, and that's sort of the main thing that I was taught in Intro to Oil is that like knowing a few things about how the material the, behaves, just the fundamentals. You can like take that in all sorts of ways. Um, but yeah, it's like, have you ever seen like how Alex Ross does his stuff? Yeah, yeah absolutely. How he does the black and white first, and then adds color, no, and that's totally. sort of like how oil painters traditionally have been doing that. Like you separate out. Oh, where wow, the I shadows are from where the colors are. And like you can paint, like the way I usually do it is like for a skin tone, you pick like a, you know, you kind of make like a basic skin color and you do like kind of the mid-tones. All over. Yeah, and then you like kind of lighten and they, where the, the highlights are and then you can let that dry and then you can go back in and like say like, oh, the cheek is kind of more pink so you can actually take some very thin so, so like, how, red and like rub that over how long with all this drying and, like, and mixing and, and adding well like uh, how, how long does the yeah. average piece take you for instance weeks sometimes months but that's not like 
when I say months, that doesn't mean like I am working on it every single Absolutely, day. Absolutely, but but you're doing a little, you're adding a little bit something while while you work the entire time, but it still it still takes yeah, that. Yeah, long. yeah, yeah. Or like for me, like I I spend a lot of time like prepping the painting, like doing sketches, and like I still every time I make something, it's not like a lot of people have their style like down. You know, like they're like, oh, you can I, I look draw, at, I'm just naturally drawing in like this way. And you you can look at certain people's stuff and know instantly that yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, me, yeah, like absolutely. a lot of the time, like when I'm doing a project, I, I want it to kind of be in a style that like I've never done before. So the whole thing is sort of like, well, you know, I'm going to take my time. And like, I don't know if this next step is going to be, if this is going to be one step or if it's going to be like three steps. No, totally. And but, college helped you learn these fundamentals, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But it was enough to like... Uh, going back to why I was even talking about uh, college, like it was sort of like to suddenly not be limited by how things would look. I was like, oh wait, if I can paint now in a couple styles, or I can change the style, then almost like I can paint these like characters or people or Mister T or whatever. And if I paint it, so you in, got this idea back in college. Yeah, yeah. the idea for what it, your it art was sort of like it was sort of like wait, if I paint this in a style that's like unexpected, like a classical painting of Mr. T, like that's funny. I was like, that's funny to me. And I don't think most fine artists ever think about what could be funny. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think fucking Monet and shit was like this is hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know what he did or where he's from. That was my random fine artist accent. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna go with France. I think so. All right, let's let's, <laughs> let's go with it then. Um, so so that was in college. You yeah. knew, so you knew just. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, like a lot of things that are even still on my website that like I'm selling prints from are things I did or thought of in college. Oh, that's awesome, dude. So your style is that you you kind of don't have a style, but you play yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, style, now I have you play like with some style sort of like stock styles, but like that's how it started. It was like this sort of juxtaposition of style with subject matter and then going from there and finding other things that are funny. So like what was the first piece you ever did in that, in that vein? Um, there were like, I mean, there were definitely like some things that were sort of like looking back. I'm like, Oh, that was kind of like what I ended up doing. But like, like a nice, like the first one you were proud of, like your first real, like Sears landscape. And then I did, I've seen that one. No, yeah, yeah. The, Cave painting of the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> and like Mr. T, and like the Fields of Elysium, like which is so. Like, oh. So where did so instantly it seemed like the kind of the 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 font opened up for ideas almost. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you were like, oh, oh, um, and I know a lot of people will say like, you know, art comes from within. It's it's got meaning and expression. What what is like, where where's your personal line on your own work, like and stuff like that. I mean, it's definitely like my own sensibility or point of view because it's not just and like some like when i try because people like suggest like subjects like you should do like a will ferrell painting or you've done like you've done so much stuff let's just run through the list a little bit you've done like a brotherhood of evil mutants with steven seagal yeah yeah in the mix um your famous one is what the fuck is going on upstairs yeah it's there like steven seagal heard and he's coming for us um you got uh no one wants to play sega with harrison ford right Yeah, yeah Um, and then there, there's a coach one. There's a lot of, uh, Lorner to Sam Waterson stuff. Uh, yeah. That seems that's, to be, that's like, that's I, your go-to, I legitimately right? like love, I love Law and Order. And it's like, <laughs> there are lots of things like I love slash am fascinated. What is, this? what is going on? Hello. Stop it, please. Hello. I don't think they can hear us. Um, Derek, you want to run up there? I mean, 
Do you, uh, let's let's give it a minute to see if it goes on. I don't know. Want to send you up there? They are like jumping. But that's up and I've down. never heard that before in my life. That's fucking insane. All right, so let's. I'm sorry. Let's con- let's continue. So somebody's so, but, playing a djembe. But like Law and, Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> There's a West African percussion band out there. I guess we should go up there, man. That's where the party. Fun's at. Um. So. Th- I'm waiting for it to like stop. It's like watching someone have sex or something. Like my ear is always going to be over there now. Uh, but so, but like you were a Law and Order fan, so you were like, "Oh shit, why don't I paint Law and Order?" Is that kind of yeah? Weird? It was basically like, uh, you know, I, it, <laughs> he slowed down for a minute. He was like looking in her eyes really passionately, and then he was like, "All right, let's keep going." Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like it was years ago now, but like they started. You know, I came across like one of the reruns when they first started like really rerunning them, like three, four in a row. Like, on like they do those blocks or whatever for twelve yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. And like I like watched them. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, I could watch another. And like after two or three weeks, I'm just like, holy shit, I'm just watching Law and Order. Like I can <laughs> either just say, you know, that's it. This is what I'll do with myself. Brenda, are you a Law and Order fan? I have never watched Law and Order ever. I didn't oh, until man. a week ago, and they had one of those marathons on, and I was like, I was actually, uh, I was like writing all day or something, and I didn't turn the channel, and I watched like twelve in a row. Really, not bad at all. Which which one were you watching? I think it was SVU. It was see SVU oh. is the it's it's the, right I was the watching the rape popular. one. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, it's the most popular. It's so ridiculous. It was like, crazy because I did watch a Criminal Minds that Will Wheaton was in. Is that and the same show? No, that's different. That's, that's not. Is that not Law and Order? There's a Law and Order Criminal Intent. See, this is where I'm all confused. There's all the different. There's law like order. twelve Law and Orders. Okay, that, I guess you're right. But I and then I did watch. I did watch back in the day. I think it was old school original dun, Law and dun. Order. The one that Kevin Smith had a cameo in. Oh, that's right. Oh, really? Cause Cause that was, was just, just Law and Order, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one that's like very straight. Are you an Uber fan? Like you watch all of them? That was yeah, the one with Jerry have, Orbach have, in it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the best. That's like, who it is, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. Jerry Orbach is the guy. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked, I like, I mean, I legitimately liked the show, but I also thought it was funny how like the two main stars slash you know heroes of the show are just these old kind old of weird men. looking, guys. yeah, like old, like white haired, kind of like schlubby, yeah, yeah. schlubby like looking eyebrows and <laughs> like very distinctive. Where you'd just be like, if you saw that guy in the street, you'd be like. What's his problem? That's awesome. Derek, what was happening up there? You got a report for us? Uh, Jerry, the ghost of Jerry O'Brock's ghost was really mad. <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> yeah, he died oh, six man. years ago. It was very that was, it was, was his ghost literally up there? Yeah. That's fucked up. They, it was weird because they were improving. They were trying to get him back to life. <laughs> That's what the, UCB was up there doing an improv around yeah. Jerry O'Brock's ghost? That's horrible. Um... Boo to that. <laughs> but so like Law and Order, there's uh, 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 there's the Philip Seymour Hoffman. There's a little kid yeah, dressed up as yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman on Halloween. Like, yeah. where did that come from, sir? Um, because some of them, because some of them, you're like, okay, that's genius. You're, he's just taking something and putting it in another. Yeah, yeah, where it's like a simple insertion. But and like that, the but Philip Seymour Hoffman one is something entirely with the expectation of instead of like the the instead of the form being. Uh, classical painting style, the form is like those stupid plastic Halloween costumes. I see what you mean. So that's what you're playing with you know, on that, not still, the actual... Yeah, yeah. So it's still like a, wait, this is not quite what I expect to be here. No, totally. When, uh, and also it's the fact that Philip Seymour Hoffman is just... 
It's the fucking greatest thing. Like, he's, if anyone hasn't seen it, he, he did a painting of a little kid at someone's door on Halloween wearing a, like, a, one of those cardboard well, Philips. One of the cheap ones that came with, like, the vinyl smock. But it's a mask of Philip and Seymour then, Hoffman. And, and yeah. then a and picture of Philip Seymour And a picture Hoffman. of Philip Seymour Hoffman on, on his t-shirt. Like, yeah, that's the weirdest kid in the world. Yeah, because when I was going to have one of those, I was the Transformer Metroplex. Yeah. <laughs> really? I had a He-Man one. I had, like... There was a Rubik's Cube one. There was some ridiculous. <laughs> they really went to town with those. You would go to Lawn's Drugs, and it was like, you know, there would just be like a do. whole you aisle of them. Lawn's Drugs. And it was like, it was literally like a smock and a mask. Yeah. And, and they were like the rubber band plastic. It snapped. And yeah, yeah. and like my friend had a, a Thundercats one where the chest was like a screen print of the character's chest. Yeah. <laughs> so like that kind of made sense as a costume. Like, oh, I'm wearing his mask, so that's... His head and then no, totally. I just, but there were but ones. The, the, yeah. My transformer one. It was a transformer's mask and then just a picture of the transformer. Yeah, like that wouldn't really make sense. And I, I've never seen Optimus one, Prime sporting like an Optimus Prime yeah. T-shirt. The like, He-Man yeah. one that I had. It, what you would think it would be like He-Man. It would make you look like mine was literally yeah, like He-Man mask and then a picture of He-Man on my like little shirt thing. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like it's like, that's what they wear on the weekends, guys. You don't expect them to always dress like that. When Optimus an Prime advert. is casually watching TV, mm-hmm. he throws on his Optimus Prime t-shirt. It was like you were an advertisement for the show. Yeah, or maybe the company was founded by... The t-shirt like, companies. Maybe, like a, maybe a nice elderly couple who just really wanted some help in knowing what these kids were. No, like, yeah, no totally. They're like, what's They're that like, robot I know thing what you again. are because you're clearly labeled. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually really great. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, um, hello... Optimus Prime, like yeah, but the yeah. thing is, they wouldn't. It wouldn't say Optimus Prime, so it wouldn't even really help them out. Because if did. we weren't, if we weren't, oh, it did. It did said. Yeah, it, say, it literally like there were words. It, it had a it. picture of Metro. Oh, that's the word. Said the Transformers, and it. An, I think. It's oh, that's Metroplex. the cheesiest costume of all time. Yes. It, it yes it I thought it was just like a picture that it said <laughs> like Transformers costume worn by a child on it. You know what I mean. <laughs> They don't, they spell it right out for you. Um, so, so in, right off the bat in college, you started painting this style of yeah, stuff. Yeah. W- when was your first, I, I want to say success, but when did you know that this was something you could do for a living? Um, I mean, what was your first big hit, as it were? Because you kind of have, uh, uh, you kind of have a thing going where, where people might not know your name yeah, or necessarily yeah, yeah, that yeah. you did those pieces, but, they know a shitload of your work, sir. Like you've got yeah, some that's real kind of my mistake. Okay, famous so, geek pieces yeah, floating yeah. around I mean, the web. I mean, like what things. happened was that, I mean, like while I was in school and just kind of hanging out, living in Santa Cruz, like you know, like I'd make this stuff. People, it was hilarious. And uh, like after I graduated, I was like, well, you know, they didn't really, they don't really tell you what to do with like how your to sell art. them and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, but you know, they were basically like, oh, make slides and. Mail those slides to galleries, I guess, which, you know, is not even the case anymore. And especially with your art, too, I can imagine, because were most of your classmates graduating with, like, fucking landscapes and... and um, More or, like... You, Santa Cruz is more... Because like, you definitely have a unique thing going with, with your artwork. Yeah, San, I was sort of... I, f- I felt sort of like I was the odd man out, because... Most of the kids in the art department were trying to do like intermedia, which means like performance art and yeah, yeah. you know I when know you think people. basically the, the, what you think of when you think of, when you think of art school, basically, um, for better or worse. Yeah. I don't. And you were the guy drawing like Steven I was like Seagal I'm drawing Magneto. stuff that <laughs> looks like the stuff it's supposed to look like. No, totally. Like, um, 
but at the same time, it wasn't like people were like, oh, you need to stop that. You need to do some performance art. But it was sort of like, well, you know, most you people have, are kind of pursuing that avenue. Did you have any profession, uh, professors that appreciated what you were like, yes, that yes, knew yes. that knew you were doing something great? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. My 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 the the teacher I had for intro, Frank. I came back and had it for senior studio. Oh, that's cool. And so. he was like, he was like, still to this day, like super supportive. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and, yeah. and like you know, he's just he was a really good professor in part because he was very almost hands-off, like he would let people do their thing, like, oh, this girl wants to just make paintings of dildos? Well, <laughs> Maybe I'm not he gonna... had a thing for that, though. No, 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 no but, but like, oh. a lot of teachers, <laughs> it, it's weird. If they don't like what you're doing, they'll take it kind of personally and be like, you need to, you know, straighten up and, like, change what you're... And, 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 and his style was more like, I don't, I mean, yeah, you know, like he maybe wouldn't understand what somebody's doing, but he tried to point them in the right, like, oh, well, if you want to do that, you should look at this. And, like, you should try doing this. Totally. And I've had similar experiences where there's nothing more kind of insulting or infuriating when you're taking, like, an art class. Like, I've taken, um, I took it, I think I took a lot of improv comedy classes, and I had yeah. one teacher who just genuinely had it out for me and used to stop me mid-scene and tell me that, like, I think that's offensive, you shouldn't be joking about things like that. Like, you're not supposed to give people notes on content, you're supposed to give them notes on how, y- yeah, on yeah, fundamental yeah, skills. Yeah. Like, she was literally yeah. judging my jokes and shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Because she didn't like yeah. me. And I I've, feel I've, like, I've had teachers like that who are kind of just like, I'm going to turn my nose down on you. Because you're drawing something I don't, fi- I don't... Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. why would you waste your time drawing of, uh, you know what I mean, fucking Harrison Ford... With a Sega controller, when you could be drawing, yeah, but fruit. then uh, and and it's weird because whenever uh, just the couple instances of that in my life, like they've never been able to tell me what I should be doing instead. Oh, totally, and that's why I'm because they don't like, fucking know because they're teachers, and they're artists. <laughs> no. Um, but no, so so right off the bat, so out of college, you you're, you got your stuff going. How did you make well, the bridge between what what happened was like like I said, like they didn't. It was sort of like, well, go out there in the world and you know, do something with it. Or not. Because that's, <laughs> like, that's we got it. your money, we don't care anymore. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but I learned like how to make website, like basic HTML websites. So like I was like, well, you know, I don't know how to like approach galleries or get shows or any of that stuff, but I don't know how to make a website. So I'll at least put an online gallery up so I can like be like, hey, look at my stuff. Here it a is. A way to show people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I put that up in fall of 2002. And like that spring, spring 2003, like it started really getting kind of like passed around and linked around. Like, um, something, like, something awful, I think, was the first site that, like, what was the first piece that all your work pretty much? Yeah, yeah. It was, was there like, one that was like a giant kind of viral hit almost? You know what well, I mean? Well, by I'm that? trying to think of which ones I had to start with. It was like the squid finding the whale. Finding that was the one of the ones that was first, one of the like, first pieces yeah, up. Yeah, and that, and like, the, immediately the you saw it. Hazard one. And yeah, so people were, yeah, I had maybe, roughly a dozen pieces to go. And then I started adding like the Law and Order, like the Law and Order coloring book. And those were all scans of, of ca- uh, canvas? Like you, act, like yeah. all of those are actually painted on canvas? Yes, like yes, hand, yes, Yeah, yes. yeah. Because they look so, they, it, your style is very, it's almost, I don't want to say perfect, I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word for it because I'm not an art person, but it, it almost doesn't look hand drawn. I mean, it's also because like, I make sure that the image that goes or painted at least. Like, yeah, that's so, yeah. Well, that like I, I'll have something nicely scanned or I'll like, clean out text like i'll clean out like gar- like a lot of people just take a snapshot and like that's that's it. what they post yeah yeah. and but- it's like well you know you're gonna have like reflections on the canvas that do things like the image online should look 
like as if you're looking at it in a room. Absolutely, like, yeah, it's yeah. Best possible. So like, you know, I I, I make sure that it, the images I'm putting up are nice and as perfect as they can be. That's cool, man. So 2002, but, you put your first work up on the internet, and it it kind of not, all... it took a couple months, but then started getting, like I started getting a lot of feedback, and you know, people were like, oh, this stuff's great, but also I didn't really know how to, and this was also still, you know, there weren't like. Twitter shit. Yeah, there was no social networking really. Yeah, I mean, which, there was MySpace and shit, I guess. Yeah, at, right? at the same time, it was like, when, like to, for somebody to share a link, they had to like, physically, like, email you the link. Literally copy you be, the yeah, link. Yeah, be like, oh, my friend this will like this. Here, take the, <laughs> this is the video, like, take I, the They get out their fucking inkwell pen and they're like, I think you should check out this <laughs> website and then give it to the horse guy. And he's like, thank you, Mrs. Jones. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Versus Pony the, Express. Now there's like tons of people doing like every silly website art. has twenty billion freaking yeah Facebook yeah yeah like people this. are like hey look at this crazy thing okay that's cool next thing but like back then it was like people were actually looking through all the stuff and be like hey this is cool but I I should like I didn't like watermark my images or like make my name like super huge on the website. So I kind of maybe shot myself on the floor. So all of a sudden like, your art was out there, but no one knew it was you doing. Yeah, yeah. They just of. be like, "Oh, that's just an image, like self-generated from copying. the internet, like that just came into being." Yeah, source internet, like that. Who knows where it came from? Yeah, yeah. So it's I feel, in some ways maybe like I got big and then had to actually make a name for myself. Well, now because like, those images are technically copied, because even if you didn't watermark them, are they still technically copyrighted or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you could you theoretically, can't, you, can't just, you can't just put one of your. Oh, an image of your work up on a random website right well i mean it's not like i don't really know internet posting laws yeah neither do i brando do you well you can put it's when you it's i I mean mean, i feel like that's fair use that's fair use that's fair use somebody or like somebody's like I drew this. Picture, I made okay. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah, maybe yeah, tried yeah. to sell it or do yeah, other yeah. shit. Like, I mean, I own that kind the, of stuff. You know, the intellectual rights. Or no, absolutely. To that so, uh, so it kind of. So but if it is your picture, you could technically be like, "Please take this down," and you could make a case, but that would take a long time and. And just be a lot really dickish in and, and dumb. be kind of yeah. yeah, right. You know, especially when it's people like, digging your, but when digging it's coming your stuff. Up, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just weird when even now people are like, oh, I've seen that image for years. I didn't know you made it. Well, that's like the like that the yeah. the, the the whale cracking uh, T uh, Rex dinosaur yeah. that's been around for years and years, right? Like, yeah, I, that's when you said in two thousand two. I was like, holy shit, you're right. Like, the, yeah, your stuff's been around for a really long time. Um, so it's, you've been so so it kind of. It's it's weird because you were an overnight success, but it was your work that 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 people knew and not your name, kind of. Yeah, for a li- I mean, like I, I guess it was so long ago, and I'm kind of like looking now, at it. No, 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 absolutely. Introspectively, you know, where I'm like, or whatever. Oh, if I had done that over again, no, I totally. Like, at what had a picture of me next to each painting? Like, Hello, <laughs> <laughs> with your T-shirt that said, "I did this." Yeah, like, you yeah, wearing yeah, a Halloween yeah, mask yeah. of yourself. <laughs> Oh um, <laughs> to bring that little call back. Uh so at that point you kind of knew you were like okay this is working, right? Yeah, I mean it wasn't like I was making money off it cuz I still didn't know about like how to make prints of stuff or like where to take the actual pieces for like what gallery like Yeah, yeah, and and even like at my working pace like cuz when somebody sees something weird on the internet that they want to buy, they're not like, "Oh, here's 10 grand." They're like would you give me that for a hundred bucks? I was like, no. No, no. Is that where you, you were you getting <laughs> that's, offers that's, in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. But I would do like people like, oh, would you paint like this for me as a commission? And I'd be like, okay. So I did some of that stuff. Um, but then I had this weird like computer company job that kind of I had it 
Like a day job that was running concurrently or? Yeah, I had it like, it was like a part-time job I had at the end of college and college ended. So I just sort of stuck around and kept at it. And then they sort of were just like, oops, no more money. Sorry, everybody. So so Um, you were like painting it is, right? Yeah, yeah. It like, it kind of happened concurrently. It was like that dried up and people were finding the stuff. So it was great. So I was like, well, uh, I guess I'll just go on unemployment and get like some commissions and like see if I can keep that going into something yeah, totally. and uh like a year late i got to i was like oh, still still not quite paying off but i just randomly one night like do you remember when you sold your first painting um like was it a not, really big moment obviously not right? i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i could give a fuck no uh, um but i could imagine like as an artist like that the, the, the moment someone actually literally pays you money for something that came out of your mind it's it must have be kind kind of cool right yeah i mean but i think it was cool when i was a kid and like would win an art contest oh, i see what you mean. No, yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. here's 75 dollars you're like oh my god that's so much money that that was cool now when, you're looking, now, now, now when you're looking at real ter- real life kind of money, you're like, uh, you're like, that's not enough. No, 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 totally. You're not like someone gave me money for my work. Yeah, you're, you're like, like this motherfucker. This will cover half of my year's healthcare insurance. <laughs> no, so. totally. Yeah, yeah. The fun goes out of it a little yeah, bit, and you yeah, got yeah, you got yeah, a yeah, uh, yeah. bit of a realist. But but so you, how did you figure? What was what well, was the thing that that bridged that gap between? Um, like, luckily, I, I just I was like sitting up one night, like ah. Maybe I should leave Santa Cruz because I don't know if you know anything about Santa Cruz, but it's an awesome place. Everybody's chill, but you can very easily like lose ten years and not know it. I see. I've been in places. I lived you in know, Burlington, like, Vermont, for work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Where it's just where it's there's no reason to there's no reason to get up and work and hustle because no one else. It's like yeah, you're, yeah. you're allowed are, to fail there and just die and like no one yeah, will say anything. Yeah. People yeah, yeah. you know like have like three like simple jobs. There's no but, motivation. But it didn't matter because no, they're totally. just like, hey, I just like living here. It's that's what beach. that's what people in Vermont were like. They're like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm, I get yeah. to snowboard and stuff and smoke weed. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well. Maybe I should leave. And I just randomly, I was like, maybe there's something I could do somewhere else. And I found a Craigslist post that said, college dorm seeks artists in residence. And I, I looked at the post and just buried in it was the fact that it was at Cornell. And I was like, that's weird because that's, isn't that like an Ivy League? Yeah. Like, so I answered that and then ended up getting to go there. For like what, now, what, is a, what does that mean? A dorm seeks an artist? It, well, it's like... They wanted you to live there they, and be an artist? Yes. And not go to school there? Correct. They just wanted you to like hang out in the to dorm and, and, and like, inspire people? Yes. Get That's the exactly fuck out it. of here. No, I'm completely serious. That's amazing. Are you be, And you got paid for that too? A little, like free room and board. And, but, and you didn't even take classes though? Yeah. They were like, hey, we want you to... Because what it was, it was with their art storm. You're like, you know, they have like theme buildings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like everybody living there so like pays the like majors. an extra fee. And from that, they use that to have programming That's so and cool. stuff. That's and one of the things cool. they do That's is they sponsor idea. What do they do for the film school? Residents. Like fucking a guy in a beret with a cigarette? Like Wait, standing what? there talking? What they, you know what I mean? Like what are they, for the film school I was joking, like what oh, were they? Oh. Well, it was the arts dorm. So it wasn't even part of the arts program. And whenever I'd like interact with like the art teachers or like go on like field trips and stuff, I'd always have to like reintroduce myself and be like, no, no, there really are artists in residence at your school. So they literally just wanted you to just like, like, like you're saying, artist and like, like an actual artist in residence. Yeah. Like they were, yeah. they were just like, hey, let's just live here and produce art. Yeah. And, and wow. I mean, like, 
it's what's not like, their end game? They, like, what do they, they? What did the students get at? You know what I mean? I mean, like, like you were you were supposed to like make like activities and programming for them. Oh, I see what you mean. So you're kind of like, like that was sort of the duty was sort of to actually be an artist in the community. Oh, I see what you mean. So they're not you know, not just like hanging out and be painting yeah, yeah, in the yeah. background and wave like, to people when they walk by. It wasn't by. that like they wanted my output of artwork. It was like they wanted me to do stuff with them. That's awesome, man. And that was on Craigslist? Yeah. yeah. Check Craigslist, people. <laughs> like an Ivy League fucking school. So so how was that? So you were there for two years? Yeah. Did you continue and, doing and your own stuff while there? Yeah, yeah. And that was cool because it was like for me, I mean, you know, I was at the perfect point where I could just be like, fuck it, I'll drop everything and like go live at a college again. Why not? Um, and that sort of bought me some time so I could figure out the, you know, how to make a living. The business end of, yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, it was like, you know, till then, I was like, oh, some people, I know that some amount of people in the world would want to buy a copy of some of my stuff, but like, do I go ahead and like have like a thousand copies or something? How do you do that? How do you do? How do you figure out which is the one that people want more? And then pricing and stuff like, like I can imagine that being a weird kind of yeah yeah question too. And just yeah. uh, I I I realized that one is that I realized that like art prints that like galleries sell are not things made of like using <laughs> like huge stone slabs. They are just fancy inkjet prints. Yeah, and no, that's totally yeah. And then I realized that oh my god, they're starting to. This was like five years ago. But like, oh my god, they're they're making like affordable like Printers. home versions of that that use the archival links and can print on like glycine and shit. And, yeah, and, yeah. G- 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 and so I was just like, you know, I I like to I'll invest in that, and because that's you so know, you're like, printing your own stuff. So you, yeah, for the so most part. And now like that's that, that I imagine that to be huge for an artist, especially one who who sells a lot of prints to be able to do all your prints in house. Like it's basically all you at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's weird to like have that because what happened is when I did that, I also did the Law and Order Valentines, and that was like huge. Just that was the thing. Where, and then like, you and, sold and you sold those on the website, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, it was yeah. like because at the time I was like, maybe I can sell seventy of these, and then in a day I got like a thousand orders. That's, so you're like, I, and I was just going like, to be up oh late printing. God, what? Yeah. The, what? Um, That's awesome. Was that that, that was overload? the sign that I was like, okay, when this thing ends in a couple months, like I think I can go out into the world and keep doing this. That's awesome. Like, so so from the, the Law and Order Valentine set, did it kind of just, it's all been it's yeah, yeah, yeah. a glorious I mean, like, dream since then almost? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, though? More or less, I mean, it's still like peaks and valleys. And like, like it's gotta be tough. The light, like, no one really thinks of like, what's the life of an artist? Like, everyone thinks it's a glamorous or, or bohemian, but it's, like, it's weird. It's, it's gotta be kind of, cause like sometimes it's really cool and other times it's really stressful and dumb. And you're just like, where am I going to make enough money? But after uh, achieving a certain level of success, there must be a, a an ease of mind knowing yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, at yeah. least there's a bare minimum I can get for yeah, everything yeah. I I do. It's not it's not that because I know a lot of aspiring artists. There's a feeling of like I'm wasting my time because no one will ever see this, or or yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. so you're in a fortunate position as that goes. What what's the criteria now for for selecting a piece to do? Is it the same as it's always been? Um, I mean, like last year, I wasn't all that productive. Or rather, I wasn't productive in a way. I didn't finish things. I started stuff that will be finished, but like had not really artist block, but like just a lot of. I was like, ah, maybe I need like a hit. I need like a really good reference, and then I like. I just was like, nah, that's stupid. Like, remember when you actually 
just painting stuff because you liked it. No, yeah. So that's you're doing what like the sketch comedy groups on YouTube do, where it gets all topical, and like that week you see a million fucking videos about that, and then the next week they're, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't. I was like, wait, I don't care about. <laughs> like I don't want to paint a Lady Gaga painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cause, and and like it's weird because now because there are so many other artists doing like silly pop art stuff, and like you know I I'll be like meticulously drawing something. Well, would you define your then, stuff as pop art? I mean, it uses pop culture. I would almost say pop culture right? art is a better word for it because it's not that pop art style because it's it's it's, it's detailed and there's there's. It's not just a fucking can of soup or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I but mean, but the subject matter, I think, is yeah. definitely poppy. Would that be yeah. fair? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what it is or where it fits, and I feel like that's not really my job. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's our like... fucking jobs to label <laughs> you and stuff. Um, but so so like so you had a, a block for last year. You weren't. I mean, I was like working on stuff, but like I was also like instead of just sitting down and being like, oh, I'll work on the paintings I want to make. I was like second guessing myself about things That's and totally. like, you know, looking like, I, you know, I'll be spending my time working on shit and then seeing like the stuff that people are like reposting on the internet and I'll be like, oh, maybe I should have done that. Oh, this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Just, well, that's just other- like. Get off your butt and make the stuff you want. That's something else we didn't touch on either. Um, there was almost a wave of, of, I don't want to say similar artists, but like, there seems to be kind of an art scene now that, that, that does similar themes that that you do since you've been around. I mean, and that's also like been like head trippy to me and made me like second guess everything. And sort of my conclusion just for myself is like, uh, kind of don't worry about the references. Because, like, a lot of that stuff, it's like, okay, superficially, it's similar because, like, okay, like, really detailed paintings. With a, with, a, with a goofy cartoon reference or something. Yeah, 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 or, like, but a lot of people are about, like, combining references or putting as many things into one painting as possible. And I'm not, like, that doesn't really fit, like, my aesthetic. Like, I like singular, like, well-done concepts. No, absolutely. Um, you know, I like the, the painting itself has to work as a really cool painting. Before even the if, print or a t-shirt or yeah, a or even sticker. but yeah. without the reference, like if you didn't know what that was, would you be like that painting is interesting? And like I'm like, well, the paintings I'm working on like right now, they're ones I want to do for a while, and they're not maybe going to be outright hilarious. So you think you're, do you think you're maturing as an artist? Maybe in a sense? I hope. I mean, That's a good thing. Ask right me there. that when I've finished. <laughs> no, totally. Uh, like, what are you working but, on? Can you can you tease us a little bit about kind of um, stuff? I kind of don't. Usually, when I do that, I don't end up. Then don't say a fucking word. Then tell us about a painting you're never gonna paint. <laughs> have you had any any ideas? That, any great ideas that you, that you were like, oh, I can't do this. Like, have there ever been a painting that you didn't think you could a either pull off that was too conceptually crazy or maybe subject matter? No, because usually what happens is I'll have an idea for a really long time because it'll be like, oh, well, I'd like to work on that, but I've got like this pressing like art show deadline to do or this other thing I have to do right now. Um, so like some of the things I'm finishing right now are things I thought of like three years ago. And that you started almost a year ago probably? Yeah, yeah. Or at least started sketching out and like planning and figuring out exactly what they'll be like. Um, but usually I I feel like if, if after a couple years I still have an idea and I'm still like, oh, this is, I like this, then it's probably a good idea. And like the things I've done that I'm not so into are the things that, I I thought of because I had to think of something. I, I see what you mean. When you, know, you force like, yourself to be creative, it's not the true. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although in some cases, like the Harrison Ford painting, that was for like a video game art show. That's and fucking awesome. <laughs> I I wouldn't really have thought of that if there wasn't like the prompt of like do something video game related. And like, so it was just like video game related. Did you have Harrison Ford in your mind as someone um, you wanted to use in a painting? Like, how do you yeah, mix yeah, well, and match each subject? Like Natalie Portman with the turtles. Like, what is that? Well, the the, the Harrison Ford one was. It was it was like eight bit video games, and I was like, well, I didn't we didn't have a Nintendo. That was for the show. It got was it Gallery nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, in two thousand six. The eight the, the I am eight bit. I am yeah, eight bit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And like the year, I'd seen this stuff from the year before, and like everybody did like Mario and Link and Pac Man and shit. Yeah, 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 and and we didn't have a Nintendo. We had the Sega Master System, <laughs> and I was like, if I do a Sega Master System character, if I do like Opa Opa or like Alex Kidd. No, it's, uh, Nobody's no gonna know what that is. Yeah. It's gonna be a waste of everyone's time. I'm not gonna sell that. So I was like, I have to work in the actual system somehow. <laughs> and I think, like, originally I was thinking of having that be a Christopher Walken painting. Because you've done another role with Walken. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I saw this picture of him where he was kind of standing in that pose, looking very just kind of dejected and horrified. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it'd be funny if it was like Walken, like some kids. But I couldn't get his face right. Who walking like, in that? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's all right, sometimes you draw him and he starts to look like a skeleton. <laughs> and you just can't like fix it. So I was like, uh, hmm. And then my younger brother was like, you should do Harrison Ford. And I was like, yeah, old Harrison Ford. That's awesome. And then I saw Firewall, which had just come out, and I was like, "Yes, absolutely." <laughs> You're like, "I will now do this." Harrison like, Ford has like come down to my level. Yeah. And like, where's like Natalie Portman and the Ninja Turtles? That was um, like, where's the connection? There's like a couple. Because I, there's, I mean, I like, know that you like. There's obviously, you know what I mean. That's like, what I like, think like, is so like cool to find out. It was, it was like kind of the idea of like a costume character. Like when I was a kid, it, like. I was terrified briefly of guys in gorilla suits. <laughs> me too. Like from trading places. Yeah, it's yes. scary. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Like, and even though you know it's a guy in a suit, and that you're, you're not going to run like, into that that often either. Probably, right? Uh, actually, seem- no. What what happened was we were getting ice cream, like somewhere in the foothills, <laughs> and like an old fashioned ice cream parlor, and this guy in a gorilla suit carrying balloons like came in. <laughs> <laughs> to give somebody balloons. And you fucking screamed. And I just yeah. like ran it to the restroom and my mom had to come after me and she got the guy like Don't worry, he's here for the bananas yeah, and the slugs. She got the guy to like come outside and like take off his mask and just, like, <laughs> kneel down and explain that he was just a guy awesome. in a suit. No, yeah. And I was like, yes, I get that. And that's why I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't under, I think he's wrong. Yeah. I question uh, his choices in life. So that was kind of working it was on that. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, somebody freaking out over just people in costumes, <laughs> like irrationally. That's awesome. Dude. And then I think the turtles, just cause they're colorful. And, like I wanted to paint that. And Natalie Portman, I think because like, I was trying to think of somebody who's very composed normally. <laughs> Where like you don't see them like just losing their freaking shit. out by Ninja Turtles yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's like a couple kind of logic steps in there that's awesome but at what point is there a point of no return in a painting like if you fuck up I don't want to use that word but like God forbid yeah, you yeah. smudge something do you have to st- uh there like I'm trying like actually like does that happen often yeah yeah is it a yeah, bummer yeah. every time it's a bummer but usually I'm like well the next time it'll be better. Um, it's a bummer now because, like, usually when I fuck up, it's kind of in the the early stages. 
like with the canvas surface, like just initially drawing it out or like the first coats. It's a bummer now because I like most canvas now is really shitty. So you like, can't even, you don't even have the so chance like, kind of. So like I don't, I, I sometimes it'll be like, oh my God, I finally found like this one brand canvas in this one size that you can't just go down to Dick Blick or whatever and buy. And I'll be like, if I fuck the, uh, like if I kind of fuck up, I'll be like, no, Ren, you, you fix that. <laughs> Keep, you stick it because you can't. That's your sh- well, like the it. old masters. There'd be like layers upon layers and layers. Yeah, and shit, yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah. The, like the Mona Lisa has like fucking six different coats under it or yeah. something. Or yeah, where there's like, like stuff they would just fucking paint. They would over just paint. And, o- they would literally paint yeah. over the same painting, or they'd reuse canvases from other paintings yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? So now like, I'm trying uh, to get into that mentality a little of of, of being able to fix. Of being of not- able to just be like relax, like sand it off, or like. Or more realistically, once you keep painting, you don't even notice like the you weird get over little... you get over that tiny little spot. Yeah, in your yeah, mind, yeah, kinda. yeah. Like nobody cares about the actual surface texture of the canvas, really. And as soon as you put paint on that, no, totally, dude. You know, you don't see the surface; you see the the object that you're painting. Like, no, oh, yeah, that's you, Batman. you lose the like perspective. A... You lo- you miss that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brendan, we got some questions for Brandon from Twitter, right? Yeah, I had I had two. Hit them um, up. Well, the first one was. Uh, if you if you could play Sega with Harrison Ford, uh, what game would you play? Oh man, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember games on it now that were two player. Would you let him <laughs> win part two? <laughs> Justice League Task Force. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your choice, Derek? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I would play Quartet. What was Quartet? It was a game my older brother, he was the one who got the Sega Master System, and for the most part, I didn't play. I just would watch him play. Um, But he had gotten really excited about this game in the arcade, and I think one of the reasons he wanted the Master System was because they had a home version of it. But it was like, it was this four-player thing. You each, there were like four different kind of like space characters like a girl and a guy and a maybe a robot there are like four of them and you kind of just run around like shoot, shooting things and shooting aliens it's like a side scroll be like um, All right, if, um, sort of like mario brothers like style except, or some shit. Yeah. except if mario had like a little gun like contra yeah. right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. kind of like totally, that kind of yeah. like that so it's called cortex it was four player and then the home version only had two characters but it was still called quartet yes They're like we killed two of them <laughs> on the way home <laughs> Two of them died in a car crash. So, so that's what the game would be. You'd play quartet. Yeah, we'd with play Harrison. quartet. Nice. So it'd just be the two of you guys. Yeah, all intimate and stuff. The two person quartet. And, then, <laughs> and the you, second one, I know this is kind of the cliche question, but I got a couple of. Um, what advice would you have for aspiring artists nowadays? Um, don't copy me. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, find your own fucking style, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel like much of what I said was yeah. No, we've John. We've got like it was good. But, yeah, but, but I was just specifically like don't like a, a lot of people like the people I know who've kind of given up on art. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't want to make them mad at me if I say this, <laughs> but like if you if you want to do it, keep doing it. Don't move to a city and then suddenly you know like San Francisco. Just to pull a completely random example out of the air there. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly have to get like three horrible jobs just to live in the city you think is cool. Like, don't do that because it's an artsy city, or, or Portland, or like fucking. Yeah, although yeah. Portland's like people live there because it's cheap. 
Is that why? I think yeah. so. Oh, right yeah, on. definitely. Like, so that, that kind of makes sense. Like, if you're just going to be like, I'm going to build out my that's stuff. A, that's a good art place to live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of, a lot of people. Well, it's like the New York L thing, LA thing with the film industry. It's like, you don't need to be, right? Is that kind of what? Well, I mean, San, people, cause I went to Santa Cruz and a lot of people ended up moving up to San Francisco cause it was the next biggest city. But in my opinion, like, it's not a city to do art in. Because well, yeah, yeah. there aren't enough venues to like sell stuff in. There are galleries, but they're either like super yuppie galleries or that super upscale. Yeah, yeah, you got to do kind of. Or yeah. they're like, oh, this is a gallery. Actually, this is a clothing store, and the gallery is like the <laughs> display case over there. <laughs> um, I know places like that actually, where it'd be an art gallery, and it'd be like one wall in the back of like, yeah, a shop or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think people fall maybe fall into the same trap by going to New York and just being sort of like overwhelmed by other stuff because you're a small fish like, in a fucking massive pond yeah, right? yeah yeah or or uh you know just getting caught up in the act of like living the city life and living like this and you're like oh i, I forgot about about art no it sounds so it sounds like what you're saying is really like almost hone your craft before you go out there in the world kind of so then you're kind of or find yeah. or if you ha- if you are in an environment that is good for you don't, stay don't stay leave there for a while. Yeah, yeah yeah like intend to leave but like yeah, work, do you think environment a big factor? Yeah, when it comes to art, you really yeah, do. Yeah, I think I think I think it is, and like it's weird because I feel like I kind of had to leave Santa Cruz, but I definitely it's I'm still feel like I'm trying to get back to a perfect comfort zone. Even though now Let's it's see. like, oh, you're making art and selling stuff and blah blah blah. But blah, you're blah. still it's still still know. like like you know, and you're like creative heart or whatever. No, like, totally. oh, it was just easier back then when you were like. There's no pressure, and you're just like, oh, I got a crazy idea. I'm gonna do that. No, totally. And you you just, didn't have to think of how many. You didn't have to think of how many prints you were gonna sell at what yeah, price. Exactly, and how many, exactly. No, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm sure you wouldn't prefer the uh, the alternate, right? Yeah, which is <laughs> just like, which is no job. <laughs> yeah, and to just yeah. No, totally. But but that's the thing. The world gets to enjoy your art now, and and though yeah. everyone may not know it's you, that's kind of <laughs> almost might be a cooler testament is is getting to kind of as a witness see like how how like it's just it's, it's kind of like when a famous author takes a, a pen name. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's your art is standing up on the basis of 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 the work in itself, and I, I yeah, think that's yeah. kind of I mean, a te- that's that's why I didn't. a testament to how cool your art is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of why I didn't want to put at the start like my. You know, like make me a big deal. No, totally. Because that's that's something I don't really like about the sort of traditional art world is like having to promote yourself as the artist. Having to, having to make your stuff and then tell people what to think of it. You know, the idea of an artist statement I think is dumb. I think what is that? Like they describe each piece. I've never. It's it's. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like. Your college at entrance essay. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, like, like you, you know, like oh, submit slides and an artist statement. <laughs> and I was like, and you know, sometimes we'll go to a website, an artist website, and they'll have a and they'll be like and portfolio, the and they'll be like statement, artist and they'll be like, I am fascinated by the shapes in the natural world, and blah blah blah. And I, I'm just like, I can't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, it's, I like it's either. <laughs> 
That's my artist statement. That's your artist statement is Brando likes Transformers. No, but I see fine. what you're saying, though, man. Just be true to yourself. And, and honestly, it's inspiring. So where can people, where can people find your work? Uh, they can find it on brandonbird.com. And you've got, and you've got. B-R-A-N-D-O-N-B-I-R-D. And you've got brandonbird.com. You got B-R, let's get that. It's not Brandon, guys. Come on. Brandon. B-R-A-N-D-O-N, bird.com. And you got tons of cool stuff. Yeah. You got prints on there and you've got like. T-shirts. Coloring books and T-shirts. Play sets. Nicholas Cage hugging like a snow monkey or yeah, something. Right? Or, or there's a bunch of Nicholas Cage stuff. And, oh, uh, it's like a play form, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, a, it's a, I don't it's know. It's a color, color form. It's a color form set. It's an actual nice. Nicholas Cage color yeah, form yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. Like, for those of you that missed That's color amazing, form. dude. Yeah, I miss color forms. Yeah, for totally. those of you that miss color forms, there's no hope for you. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. There's your world can be returned to you uh, via brandonbird.com. And do you have any um, shows coming up or anything like that? Oh, um, my God. Let's see. Uh, a couple things just in the next month. A uh, small show at Meltdown. The right friend's on. doing it's like a meat show or something. Um, I'll be at the a meat show. You can do yeah. a piece out of meat. You'll see. Okay, <laughs> I'm confused now, but now I'm ex- it's piqued my interest. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I'll be at the the Emerald City convention in Seattle. Seattle. Okay, yeah, absolutely. At yeah, the, yeah. Tapatico.com table. Very cool. Very cool, man. So if anyone wants to find out anything about you, they go to brandonbird.com. That's Correct. You're on Twitter at uh, Brandon underscore Bird, right? Yeah, yeah. I just started with that. Twitter's weird. Are, are, you, are you new to the whole? Is it? Are you liking it yet? I don't know. It's you'll just, get sucked in like the rest of us, sir. Eh, whatever. You'll become, <laughs> you'll become obsessed and shit. You'll it's see. It's basically see. just me forgetting I have a Twitter and then remembering and then posting something about <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs> That's it. That works. That's a really hey guys. So if you want to see someone on Twitter, forget how to use it and then be like, this episode of SVU is awesome. I would never say that an episode of SVU is awesome. Uh oh. Now, see if you want to see someone saying an episode of SVU isn't awesome. I'll be like, it is awesome. In the why? How did they make this? So why if you love it, SVU, check them out on Twitter. If you hate SVU, <laughs> check them out on Twitter. Just check them out on Twitter. Uh, sir, thank you so much for being Thanks here with us tonight. That was really you. cool, man. Thanks. Brandon Bird, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. All right, uh, Brendo, uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Cameltoad Smodcastle. At Brendoman, Brendoman.com. Derek Armijo is at, at Derek Armijo. You can check out CamelToadProductions.com, Bagboarder.com, Smodcastle.com. Lots of cool stuff coming up. Next week we got Mr. Uh, Chris awesome. Hardwick from The Nerdist. Uh, end of Miami, we are going to be, uh, excuse me, end, end of, Miami. of Miami. End of Miami. It's the fucking end. It's over, dude. You didn't hear? Uh, no, February 26th, we're going to be at the Miami Wizard World Comic Con with a very special guest. Uh, which we will announce soon. So come out and see us in the Miami yeah, area. Come say hi if you see us. Wandering. Come say hi. And other than that, uh, sleep with Brendo. There yeah. you go. Just not in my room, motherfucker. I'm Matt not, Cohen. You, you have to have your own room. <laughs> there you go. I'm Matt Cohen. Brendan Creasy. It's been bagged aboard. It's been real what? Thank you. Bagged and boarded. Live. <laughs>
There's so many to choose from. On Thursdays, drop the gloves with the puck nuts, the same guys that bring you Tell Em Steve Dave on Fridays. And don't forget on Saturdays, Jay and Silent Bob get old with me and Jason Muse. There's so many to choose from. You could try some shows that aren't so regular, just happen every once in a while, like Highlands, a peephole history, where me and people that grew up in the town I grew up look back at the town we grew up in. Smarriage at Smod Castle, where real live people get real live married by real Rev Kev, that'd be me. There's so many to choose from. Smodimations, that's where me and Scott are drawn as cartoons. They take little sections of Smodcast we've done and animate them, man, and make them even funnier somehow. And if you've ever been to Smodcastle, then you've met Matt Cohen, and Matt Cohen has his own show, Bagged and Boarded, which is also now at Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from. I know you keep telling me, man, but did you know that most of the podcasts at Smodcast.com are recorded live in front of a studio audience at Smodcastle, our theater out in Los Angeles on Santa Monica Boulevard between Wilcox and Cole. There's so many to choose from. Scott, even at Smodcastle, there are so many to choose from. Every week, you could see Malcolm Ingram do his show, Blowhard Live. You could see me and Jason Mewes doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. You could see Matt Cohen doing Bagged and Boarded. You can come see Tom Green do a show down there. You could see me and Mosier doing the occasional Smodcast 3D. There's so many to choose from. That's right. For one low price, 100 bucks, you could see every show. That happens in Smodcastle for a month. Every show you go, you get that basically comes down to be like four bucks a show. I mean, come on, you can't get a better deal than that. Go to smodcastle.com slash smodpass for the smodpass, or just stay right here on smodcast.com and listen to any of the shows that we throw up there free for nothing because we love you. And guess what? There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. Smodcast.com. There's so many to choose from.